Yo, what's up everybody? Just want to take a quick second and talk to you guys before we start the episode. As I was editing this episode, I realized we never got a chance to plug Brian's website where he actually, you know, runs his business out of. So if you're interested in any of the coaching or nutrition advice or the apparel he talks about during this episode, go to www.bullsweetfitness.com. He does some sick stuff. He makes some real nice clothes and I really appreciate him coming out and talking with me for this episode. Also, if you're a regular listener, you know this podcast has a fee. And if you're starting to listen to this now, you need to know this has a fee. I'm not asking for your money. All I'm asking for is that if you get any bit of enjoyment out of anything in this podcast or any other podcast you listen to on my platform, you just share it with one person. That's all. If you really enjoy it, put it on your story. If you really, really, really enjoy it, you know, follow it on Spotify. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. I really appreciate you. And uh, it's been insane to see how, how, how much support we've gotten so fast. So. Thank you so much, and uh, cue the intro. I want it, I like it, I buy it. I told her she gotta come try it. They wondering what I've been doing. I told them I'm keeping it quiet. I pull up, you know I be moving. Whipping the four and I'm cruising. The money I'm speaking is fluent. All of my business booming. Stacking my cash in abundance. All of my family funding. Finally got what I wanted. You want to do the intro? Uh, how did I get here? How did you get here? <laughs> I drove my Kia Sorento and I got here. But uh, no, nah, the reason I'm here, um, I've been actually training your mom for, see, there have been two and a half, three years. Funny thing is, when I first met her, <laughs> I thought she was like extremely, extremely professional. So yeah. when I walked up to her, I was like, how are you doing today, ma'am? You know, da 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 You know, just talking to her. And she was like, I'm really interested in training. And I was like, yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am. And she was like, you don't have to be extremely professional with me. And I was just like, well, man, I, I don't know. And then, like, the first session that we had, I was like, oh, my God. I was just like, okay, cool. I like you. I like Sarcasm you, and the jokes. And yeah, oh, yeah. all day long. Very intelligent woman. Like, when it comes to business, I've seen her, like, on the phone. Like, when something happens at work, she'll, like, She flips the stop. switch. Bruh. What? Switch. She she was like, hold on one second. She got on the phone. I mean, I was I was just sitting there, but I heard her, the the conversation. And I was like, I was like, oh, I was like, very professional, very professional. And then we went back to like cutting up during the session. So I was just like, that's goals right there. I'm trying to be like you. She I'm goes from being me. the most sarcastic person in the world to just full blown professional. Don't oh, take crap from anybody. All day long, like she was spitting like you know just words, and I was like. Wait, what? I was like, what does that mean? I was like, hold on. <laughs> Google, what does this mean? I'm like, oh, okay. I see you, girl. You want to talk about how you got to the point where you're training my mom and how you became a trainer in general? Um, well, the reason, so hold on. You said uh, you want to know. Just in general, like how'd you get into training? Because I know you were oh, initially, oh. you were in nursing school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, where did you, you know, transition from one to the other? Okay, so fitness has always been a passion of mine. Uh cliche story what i'm about to explain so growing up i didn't have like the best life my dad was an alcoholic you know on heavy drugs you know i'm talking about like crack cocaine stuff like that and i mean very abusive <laughs> like we would come home and i mean it was just like an open invitation i was like all right 
and I, you know me. I use yeah. profanity. That's fine. So, so look. look, so whoever's up here, if I'm going to try to keep it professional, but if I slip no, up and be you yourself. Be yourself. Right, cool, cool, cool. So, like, when I came home, I knew it was an open invitation. Like, I'm about to get my ass whooped. Every day I came home for no reason. Yeah. For no reason. I was like, you know what? As soon as I get off the bus, if he's there, I was just like, I know he's going to tell us, clean up the house. And if we don't move fast enough, he's going to beat the hell out of us. So, I was just like, okay. So, not only did I have to deal with him putting his hands on my mother, putting his hands on my twin brother, coming at me. It was like dealing with getting bullied at school. Yeah. And, I mean, that sucked horribly because it's like, most of the time you have kids that feel safe in school and then when they get home, it's like, oh, you know, like I have a horrible life at home or it's vice versa, you know, great life at home, go to school, get bullied. It was like both ways for me. Yeah, it was those like, kids that were bullying, you had no idea what you went through at home. No, 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 no. Everybody thought like I lived in a white picket fence neighborhood yeah. and I'm like, nah, we live in a trailer like in the country. Like I really don't know what you want me yeah. to say. But, um, but no, it's just, you know, getting bullied because I was... When I was eight years old, I was like 225 pounds. Wore like a size 40 pants. Because you're overweight 225. You said what? You're a very overweight 225. A very overweight. I mean, yeah. we're talking about size 40. An eight-year-old wearing a size 40 Oh, yeah, eight-year-old. I missed that part. Okay. No, okay. I, was, I was eight. So you're talking about, you know, like sixth, seventh grade, I wore like a size 40. Wow. And I, it was just, I always tried to talk to girls. Girls were just like, you know, no, Brian, I look at you just like a friend. You know, I don't want to talk to you. You're overweight. And then, like, in the locker room, man, like, kids would, like, like what you see in movies. Oh, yeah. Push you down, take your clothes, throw them in the toilet, throw your stuff, in, like, in the locker room, yeah. you know, lock it up in different lockers. You're just sitting there. And it just got to a point where, man, I was, like, so upset, depressed. And it was just, you think that you're going to go home and it's going to all be okay and you get away from that. But... Nah, it was just like, you know, I had to deal with like my father being so aggressive and abusive to us. So I want to say it transit, the big transition happened in between eighth grade and ninth grade. I was like, you know what? I got to drop this weight. Right. And I mean, over time I got into sports, you know, kind of lost like 20 pounds here and everything like this. But I was just like from eighth grade to ninth grade, I need to make a huge transition. So I started running like 10 miles every day. Okay. Just like miles. off the bat? What? No, no, no. So look, so I, I knew I couldn't run 10 miles straight and... There, were, there was a landmarker that was a mile from my house. I knew if I ran there and ran back, and it was two miles. Right. I felt like I was in a safe distance. You know, I knew the back roads. So, like, if a dog came after me or, like, if a car stopped and tried to attack me or something, I knew where to run into the woods. And I could basically just walk the woods all the way back to my house. Okay. So, at 6 o'clock in the morning, I would run down and back. 9 o'clock in the morning, down and back. Then it would be, like, 12 o'clock. Now, that was, like, the testament. Uh-huh. The two and the three, the heat. Oh, man, I was just like, so I'd run down, run back, and then I'd try to do like a three or a four, and then it obviously like later on, I'd do like maybe a six or seven o'clock, so I would do that, and I did that every single day, and I just made that a regimen. It was like, no matter what, you got to wake up, you got to do it, and that transition to me potentially running four miles before I even went to high school, nice. like in the morning, yeah. so it was like... You know, kids are like, oh, man, I got to catch the bus at 6.45. And I'm like, oh, I've been up since 3. I've yeah. already, you know, worked out and done this. But basically, you know, I dropped 50 pounds going into high school. And so you're talking about... Over the span of how long? Whatever the summer break is. So, what like, three, three months? Th- yeah, three and a half months. Okay. I dropped 50 pounds. Wow. So when I went to back to, like, when I went to high school, people didn't even know who Who's I was. Who's this new kid? They were like, Sweet. Yeah. Sweet. They were like, what's up, bro? And I was just like, yeah, hey, man, how you doing? And they was like, dude, you've lost so much weight. And then it was like, you know, the girls were like talking to me. And I was like, holy crap. But the main reason that I wanted to lose the weight was that was the transition like where my father left. Yeah. And he always threatened 
he was like, I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put my hands on y'all, like I'm gonna kill you, blah blah blah. This that and the third, and I mean the last time, you know, like police got involved, and I remember he asked us, he was just like, do you want me to never come back? And me and my twin brother looked at him, and we were like, yeah, you know, we, we don't ever want you to come back. So that was kind of like the. I knew at that point life was going to transition and become harder just due to the fact that we didn't have a father figure. Yeah, you had to be strong now. Yeah, so like I knew, for, you know, me being in, you know, sixth, sixth, seventh grade, I was like, yo, I got to start working out. I got to make sure, you know, I got to take care of cutting the grass. I would, we had this little bitty ass lawnmower. Like the head, I swear, was like this big. <laughs> Basically, I, using I mean, a weed eater to cut the grass. Bro, we got two and a half acres. It, the, the, so my mom, she worked two jobs. Some days we would never see her. And it would be like a week, you know, she wouldn't be at home because she, we'd be working. Right. Well, she would be working so much. So it was like I had to be the man of the household. And I remember I'd cut the grass for like two hours. The lawnmower would cut off. It would get so hot. And I was just like, yo, I was like, all right, cool. So I'm going to just go do this, let the lawnmower cool down, doing this, doing that. I remember putting a fan in front of the lawnmower to try to hurt and cool it down because it was going to rain like within the next hour. And right. I was like, I got to cut the grass. I got to cut the grass. So at a young age, I had to grow up and just be a man. But I'd probably say the reason I got into fitness was a mix of two things. You know, being bullied, and I knew if my father came back, I was just like, I need to be ready to basically defend, defend you know, me, and me my twin and brother. brother. Yeah, yeah, everybody. So, I mean, that was the biggest transition. And then you played sports in high school. You know, it's a difference between you being 13, 14, playing football against an 18-year-old and right. against some of these D1, yeah. you know, college prospects. These dudes live in the gym, so you, have you gotta to defend you gotta, yourself for your you, life. You gotta think. I mean, I'm I'm playing middle linebacker at 130 pounds, and I'm going against you know a running back that weighs 225 that can run a 4-3 flat, and I'm just like You're that's not a, tackling him. That is a Mack truck coming, so I was like, you know, I got to start working out, and that transit because in high school I knew I wanted to become a nurse. So freshman year, I got into I don't I don't know if y'all had this in school health occupation students of America. I feel like y'all had the agriculture program at y'all's school, yeah. right? Southern so, Nash, good old. And I went, to, I went to school day. Yeah, I went to Northern Nash, uh, senior high. He went to Southern. But, uh, yeah, so we had the Health Occupation Students of America. So in ninth grade, ninth, 10th, and 11th, 12th grade, they would prepare you to get your CNA. Oh, we had that. Yeah. Okay. So, My sister had that. Went okay, that yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so I did that. And at that point, I understood, you know, there was a transition coming for people that wanted to join a nursing program. You had to have that as a requirement. The CNA. So, yeah. It's because I guess what happened, a lot of people were becoming nurses and they didn't, I mean, basically short and sweet, you know, some people, some nurses think that they don't have to wipe ass and clean shit. Right. And I'm like, nah, don't worry like that. Sometimes you're not going to have that tech or that CNA yeah. to help you. And if you get grossed out because a patient, you know, boo-booed on himself, like you, you're going to have to take care of the business. Yeah. But so did that in high school boom finished that um yeah and basically i had two offers to wrestle at a division two school in michigan and connecticut turned them down because they didn't have nursing as a major so i said scratch that went to the community college finished up all my prereqs got into the nursing program graduated 2016 um and i realized i want to say it was the summer of 2015 i woke up one morning and i was like you know what? I don't want to do this shit no more. Yeah. But I'm not going to drop out of the program. But you already trained at this point, weren't you? Yeah, I mean, okay, so rewind, rewind. 2013, 14, I was, I was working out. I took it serious. I started training. So I, was, I only had like two or three clients, though, because I'm, you got to think about it. I was maintaining 
three jobs. So I was working uh, home health care. I was working at Dunkin' Donuts, and I was working at Planet Fitness on top of going to nursing school. Okay. So you're, I mean, I would tell my two or three clients like, hey, if you can't do it at this day or this time, maybe we can do this day or this time. But more or less, they were kind of just working out with me. You were having point. to compromise. Your clients were having to compromise whenever it should be that. Oh, of course, of course, yeah. of course. It, it wasn't like my scheduling now. Yeah. So it was kind of like a hit or miss. So I was training people while I was in the program. But uh, I want to say 20... 2015, I kind of started, well, in 2015, that's when me and my cousin started Bull Sweet Fitness. Okay. You know, we did the YouTube videos yeah. and everything like that. But when I got into nursing school, you know, maintain, like, doing three jobs, people don't understand, like, what you're doing right now. Yeah. I understand, you know, you may have to edit a little bit or something like that, but, bro, when it comes to recording videos, oh, editing, yeah. doing voiceovers, I would find myself, I was like, yo, I'm going to do this quick little video real quick. I would record. <laughs> Two hours later, you've gotten a minute done. Bro, yes. Yeah. And it is crazy. And it was just like, so many people were like, oh, bro, you should be pushing more content. You should be pushing more content. And I'm like, yo, y'all don't understand. Like, I, I wish I had 48 hours in Imagine those guys that put out a video or two a day on YouTube. Oh, and it, it, but if you want to know the funny thing is, so I've met, obviously, you know, we went to expos. Right. And, you know, in Ohio. Do you know, obviously, you know, once you're balling like that, they have people that record for right, them, edit right. for them, and everything like that. So it's a lot easier. They still have to them. film all that content, though. Oh, of course. And think but, of it, too. Well, yeah, yeah. And that, that's very true. That's very true. But it's just, it became such, you know, a hassle. And I was pushing for time. And I'm like, you know, I got to study for this nursing test before right. I drop a video on how to lose weight. Right. So Priorities. There you go. So... I said, forget the YouTube videos. You know, me and my cousin, we still had Bull Sweet Fitness. You know, we dropped apparel and all this and that. And I mean, and it, it took off. So it was like while I was in nursing school, we were doing mother baby in the summer semester. And it just hit me one day. And I was like, you know what? I was like, I just don't want to do this anymore. And don't get me wrong. Was there was a particular it? reason or event that caused that or just kind of an epiphany when you woke up? So we had like when we went to clinicals, you start this. And I feel for any person that's in the medical field right now. A nurse, I don't care if you're a tech, I don't care if you do, you know, whatever, it doesn't matter. Those doctors degrade those nurses yeah. to the point of no return. And I mean, and I'm just sitting there and I'm like, if a doctor comes at me like that, just you're knowing not that. Take it, yeah. No, 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 no. Just the person I am, I'm just like, no. I'm, and don't get me wrong, like, I understand, you know, you you hold like a status quo that you're, you have higher power over everybody, but. If you would just treat everyone fairly, like if you did something I didn't like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm not going to embarrass you in front of 50 people. No. Uh, what I'm going to do, hey man, you know, step, let's step to the side real quick. Okay, hey look, I gave you this order. I want to understand, you know, why you didn't do this order, blah, blah, blah. These are my but, expectations of you. But no, I mean, I used to see these doctors at the hospital that we were at degrade these yeah. nurses. And I'm not talking about like, oh, no, 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 don't do that. I mean like, like oh, you're a fucking stupid bitch. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, these nurses are just crying and all this and that. And I'm just like, you know what? I want to change lives and I want to impact people, but this is not the route yeah. I want to take. And I know a lot of people, they told me, they were like, well, why'd you quit nursing? Because you were stupid. But I kept an A throughout the whole nursing yeah. program. I mean, GPA was like a three, nine in college. And I mean, it was just so many people. I know when a lot of people talk to me and, and I love that they think this, a lot of people think that I'm stupid. And yes, I portray that at some points, but like when I need to spit facts, I'm like, right. I will. So like my nursing teachers, they were really upset with me. You know, family members were upset with me when I, and this is already after I graduated. Okay. So I graduate, 
you know, top of the program, 2016, boom, But good. you still have to go take a test to get board certified? Yeah, so I did it. Okay, well, you even got board certified afterwards, too. Yeah, well, no, no, no. So when I took the test, I was just filled with so much anxiety and, like, depression and everything like this, and I knew what had happened. So I was on the last question, and I'll never forget this question. Basically, it was talking about uh, PPE. So basically what that is is just protective equipment, and it was asking about um, – oh, uh, what was it? Uh, chicken pox. Okay. It was asking about chicken pox. And it was just like, so the book said that it was airborne. Teacher told us that it was contact. And when we say airborne, you know, it just means that particles are in the air and that's how you, con- what, that's it how you contact, get it. It is contact, didn't it? No. It's airborne? It, it's airborne. Wow. So, well, no, and this was the conflicting issue because like, I went through back through my PowerPoints, my notes and everything. So when I got to that question, I was like... <laughs> and I was like, this is the question. Yeah. This is the question that's going to fuck me up. Because I was like, my teacher taught me this. And I, I just, I was like, what do I, what do I pick? And the thing is, when it comes to that test, as soon as you get, if it feels like you're competent in what you're doing, it'll cut off. But if you, like, if it gets to the point and you're on that last question and you keep bombing the questions, it'll cut off. Well, once I clicked, I sat on the question for like 20 minutes and the, Proctor to the, well, the person that was watching me take the test walked over and she was like, Hey, are you okay? And she was like, you know, you've been on this question for a while. And I was like, I said, I think I'm about to fail this test. And I hit submit. And as soon as I hit it, cut off. And I was just like, fuck. I went back to my car, pulled out my book and I looked. And then I went and looked at my notes and I looked. And due to the fact that I went off what my teacher said, I messed up. So I should have went with the book answer. I should have went with my gut. But, uh, so at that point, I was like, you know what, man? I was like, scratch this. And it was just so much stuff was going on at that time in my life. It was just like when I say completely like like my world was – because you got to think. I had my family, my teachers, my friends. Everybody was like, you know, hey, when are you going to take your test? 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 And I don't want to be that person that was, you know, in 2015. I already knew this isn't what I wanted to yeah. do. But I was like, I refused to give up. With anything, I was just like, you know, I want to make sure that I proceed, get my degree, have a piece of paper. But, and I was just like, this isn't what I want to do. So I kind of got hit with this one day. It was just like, you know how when they say, oh, you're going to have that, what can, how can I put it? Basically short and sweet. Everybody has their own opinion on this. But a higher power is going to hit you one day with what you need to do with your life. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's just going to come to you. And I was just sitting there, and I remember I went and I did something, and I was like, holy shit. I was like, bro, I need to be a trainer. Just randomly? Just hit you in the head? Well, not. Nah, it was something that happened in my life. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, shit. I was like, yeah, nah, I need to be a trainer. And my thing is, it was, you know, I had already had Bull Sweet Fitness. So we started that in 2015. I had the YouTube videos. I had the following, everything like this. So, and I... I Basically, just made a post one day, and I was like, yo, I'm, I'm a full-time personal trainer now. So, I still work my part-time jobs, but I started gaining clients. Right. But then I realized, hey, your clientele base is going up. You know, first you started out with three. Now you're at 10. Now you're at 15 clients, and, you know, you're doing one-on-one sessions. I'm like, fuck these other jobs. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, I, I let home healthcare go. Let Dunkin' Donuts go. You know, I was at Planet Fitness. I'm only there like twice a month now. So when they need help, kind of thing. You said what? Whenever they need help, kind of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Basically, basically, I told them I was like, "Hey, I can do this day and this day out of the month," and they were like, "Okay, cool," because I've been there for like eight years. 
But um, nah, so I kind of just, you know, got into personal training and I didn't expect it, bro. The shit took off. The shit took off like crazy. You didn't, and it, you didn't expect it even. The fuck no. Hell no. What did what? you expect to happen? I mean, honestly, because, bro, you hear so many people that are personal trainers like, oh, I have a full-time job, but I do personal training on the side. That was like the biggest thing that I got hit with. Everybody yeah. was like, well, what's your full-time job? And I'm like, this is my full-time job. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a personal trainer. Yeah. So, along with one-on-one, you know, I have an online base, you know, clientele, and then I'll have my apparel that I was selling. So, I mean, it was just so crazy because I was like, holy crap. I was like, yo, I'm making, like, enough money to, like, live comfortably. And support your family. Too. Yeah, of course. Of course, yeah. So, I was just like, hell, okay. So, we did, you know, I did one year, and I was like, okay, cool. And then it was like that year, this is when I knew like my name was kind of getting out there. It was the Rocky Mount Telegram. They have the, what is it, the who? Not the who's who. The, um, the first, like the top businesses of the year that I was talking about? Yeah, yeah. The, they, uh, they have like the best restaurant, the best whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like whatever. best mechanic, best uh, clothing store to go to. Yeah. And it, it had personal trainers up there. Yeah. And I got second. And I didn't even know anything about it. And I was like, oh, crap. And the, the person that was above me was like the trainer in the area. Yeah. Well, then it was like the following year I got first. The next year I got first. And I mean, it was just to the point where, I, and everybody was like contacting me like, yo, who is this guy? Who is this guy? Who is this guy? And then it got to the point where people out of state, I was helped change their lives. Like one guy in Ohio that I, um, I helped train, he, I mean, I basically changed him completely. He lost like 40 pounds, packed on a bunch of muscle. He told his friends all this and that. And I mean, like word just kind of spread. So it's like, you know, you have to build, that's why I tell people that own like uh, a business or anything, like you doing this podcast, I can't express to you so much. When you start out, I don't care if you have one or two listeners. Yeah, just and, make stuff. Just keep doing it, keep yeah. doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it. And over time, it's going to hit a point where it's like, boom, like you're there. Yeah. What I have the luxury of that you don't is I don't depend on this podcast. Oh, of course, of course. I mean, everybody ain't lucky enough to whip around Porsches, and we're gonna talk about it. We're gonna we're gonna talk about that too, because I just totally separate myself from the numbers. I talked to my roommates about this this morning. It's like if this podcast has one listen, like it's not gonna bother me whatsoever. Oh, if it has a million, but, it's not gonna bother me. I'm gonna go ahead and tell you something. When I did my YouTube videos, the videos that I invested the most time in did got like fucking, bro, got like 50 views. Yeah, but I'd post a video where I'm like oh man, like I did this and I did that and I made this smoothie and it'd be like a three three or five minute video and it had like a thousand views and everybody's like, oh man, when you made the smoothie and threw the banana into it the... Funny, it yeah. was funny. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, what? So like, you, can't, you can't get bogged down and but caught then, up in the But details. then when I'm spitting facts, you know, and these videos trying to educate all these people on, hey, you need to do this because, you know, it could potentially help you do this and this and this. So many people were like, oh, Okay, like it doesn't really yeah. bother me, and I'm like, I wasted all that time. But then you have like you have to look at it. If I'm able to help one person, I'm cool with it. Yeah. So, and I mean, like I said, it just took off. I mean, that and that's the problem with society like today. You know, I have so many people like, hey, bro, I got a clothing brand. You know, like, um, can you take a picture and post it and tell everybody to come follow me? You know, I've never done that in my life. Never. I've ne okay. So like for example. Let's say I'm training your mom, right? Mm -hmm. And you're going off to college. Okay. And I'm like, oh, shit. Hey, give him this shirt to wear. You know what I'm saying? Essentially, you're a walking billboard at that point. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, but I'm not going to ask somebody that's got a million followers, like, oh, please, please. Shout me out. Shout me out. Oh, my God. No. 
and I'm, we're gonna, I'm pretty sure we're going to get on the topic of this, but like my TikTok yeah. just started jumping. But, bro, and it's just so crazy. I've never done that. So I'm actually cool with somebody who is engaged to somebody on YouTube that has like 5 million subscribers. Okay. Like, bro, he, bro, I thought they were joking. She showed me this cat make, he was making like two to three million a month. Jesus Christ. And this is like when YouTube was popular. Are you talking about just off ad revenue or including sponsorships and such? Oh, no. Like, just like ad revenue. But he was, he was jumping. He was jumping at the peak. And I'm like, what? I thought it was a joke. Because she she had posted on a video, she was like, you know, hey, if you want to see him, you know, in Mexico, uh, follow me on Snapchat. I'm going to be posting behind the scenes. So I followed her on Snapchat, and she followed me back. Well, I remember I was sitting at my brother's uh, wife's mother's house, and somebody messaged me, and she was like, you are hilarious. And I said, who, who the fuck is this? And I looked at the name, and I was like, well, who is this? I don't, I don't know who this is. And she was like, oh, this is such and such. I'm such and such uh, girlfriend. And I was like... What? I was like, what are you doing watching my stuff? And she was like, no, you're funny. Well, that transitioned, and it was crazy because she said that she has stopped talking to people and cut people off because they've always asked, like, hey, if I send you this, can you give your boyfriend, you know, my clothing? Yeah. We talked about it the other day. She was like, out of the – because I've known her since 2014, 2015. I have never asked her. No. Nah, I was, So check this out. It's not on, authentic. I was on FaceTime with her. And we were talking about something. Yeah. He walked in the background and I was like, yo, what up? And he like looked back and threw his hand up and just kept it moving. I don't, I, like, I, I, like, honestly, I wanted to speak and say, hey, but at yeah. the end of the day, I really didn't care. If he wanted to speak to you, he'd speak to you. Yeah. And of yeah. course, of course. And that, that's like the crazy thing. Like with some people, I respond to them and they're like, oh my God, you responded to me. I'm like, what the fuck? Who, who do I, like, who do y'all think that I yeah. am? You know what I'm saying? So it was just crazy, I guess, uh. To like actually watch my brand grow over time. So, yeah. Other than that, I feel like that was. Where's the future going? Where's the future going? Obviously, bro. Like in the future, opening up a gym. Yeah. So in like Rocky the goal. Yeah. So look. So and this is the thing. So a lot of people are always like, "Oh, go to Raleigh. Go to Chapel Hill. Go to this." I'm not with that shit. Like my thing is, if you want to represent your city and where you're from, like. Of course, Rocky Mount is not booming right now. No. But look at the Mills. Yeah. It's, if, it's if, I, if, if I had told you that the Mills... Okay, so for people listening, what the, explain what the Mills is. I mean, the Rocky Mount Mills has been there for... It's in Battle Park, which is like the central like nature area. And it's the area around the Mills, like the neighborhoods, has gone from being uh, booming suburban neighborhoods to... Just the hood and the drug. Yeah, on you, drugs. You, you, you could walk two blocks down the street and potentially you gonna get shot. Yeah, we're on drugs, cocaine everywhere, heroin everywhere, and I think CBS went through and bought up a lot of the houses and they've completely renovated everything, including the mill, which is one of the central buildings. In yeah, the but park. out there, there's a bunch of breweries. Yeah, you know, uh, you can get alcohol like uh, is it IPAs, IPAs or beers. I, I don't drink beer. I don't, yeah. I don't drink beer. But um, yeah, nah. So it's kind of like a, I guess a social. A social place. It's like a hipster place where you'd expect like upscale suburban white families to go. Yeah, basically, basically. So like if I had told you that the mills were going to be like what it is today four years ago. Oh, no. You would have looked at me like I was stupid. Yeah, no. So my thing is, I'm thinking in my mind, I'm like, you know, I envision this so much of having a gym and I've talked to my cousin about it. It's like I have dreams about it and I see it in my head and I know exactly what I want my gym to look like. And 
obviously I know it's going to take time. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like you got to get business loans, you know, you got to get approval through the city, all this and that. You got to have plans. And I'm down with that. I understand, you know, I have time. At this point, you know it's a process. Oh, of course. Yeah. Of course. So like, you know, I'm saving up money right now, doing all this and that. But uh, obviously, big goal, opening up a gym, you know, having trainers come in, you know, train people. And I just want to give people like an opportunity to just grow. So that's the big thing. And then obviously, the gym does good. You open up multiple gyms and all this and that. So Franchising. Yeah, yeah blah, of blah, course. Blah, of blah, course. Blah. Of course. And because, I mean... Obviously, I have a son now, so my thing is, it's like I'm trying to give him something. You know what I'm saying? So, like, if he's like, hey, Dad, like, uh, I wanted to go to school to be a doctor, changed my mind, like, uh, are you cool with me running one of the gyms? Fuck yeah, of course. Like, do, do you, bro? Like, if I die in a car accident, yeah. I want to at least leave him with something. Something to take care of Yeah, be like, yeah. hey, you know, oh, my dad was at least smart enough to open up on, you know, his business. He was doing great, you know, and now I have something to fall back on, like, if I need it. So, yeah, but other than that, man. Would you change anything if you could, going back? Fuck no. Yeah, fuck no, bro. Everything, like, every ass whooping that I took from my dad, like, and this is the thing that I tell people. They were like, well, I got whooped by my parents. I'm like, no, bro. He physically beat yeah. the shit out of us. Like, he would not stop until we pissed on ourselves. And I tell people this, and, I mean, and they're like, why are you smiling about the situation? I'm like, bro, it was my life. Yeah. It just, it built it me into the person. Yeah. yeah, yeah, of course, of course. And I mean... Obviously, like, growing up, you know, we had to go talk to therapists and all this and that, but other than that, I mean... Well, and the toughest it brought up in you, I'm sure, has helped you succeed like you have. Oh, yeah, of, of course. It's just, I know what not to be. Yeah. I know what not to be. Like, on some real shit, like, if you if you needed someone to look at to know what not to be, it is him. But you want to know the crazy thing is? When he was... So, he got sober, like, for two years. Best dude in the world. Best dude Sad. in the world. But and I was just like, you're you're great. Like you're a wonderful person. Like why do you need alcohol and crack and cocaine in your life? Yeah. So it's it just blows my mind. And everybody always tells me, Oh, your dad's so fun. Oh, your dad's so fun. And I'm like, is he beating the shit out of you at the house? No. No, not fun. So no, hell no. It was far from it. But you know, I tell people, you know, embrace what has happened in your life, grow from it. I'm not going to be one of them people that's like, oh, woe is me, you know, my dad beat me and I got to beat my woman because that's all I know and I'm depressed. And I mean, psychologically, some people can't handle that. I get it. But yeah. I guess due to the fact that I had to grow up at such a young age, I understand I, and I look at life completely different the way other people the look at it. The way I life. look at things, I think the way you look at things is like the bad things you go through are just more fuel. Oh, it's damn not right. something to hold you down. Damn right. I'm thankful for the bad things. That yes. Happen. And just like with Bull Sweet Fitness. I tell people all the time, they're like, oh, well, people tell me, I'm sorry. They're like, if I had your business, I would do it like this. I would do it like that. You're doing it wrong. I'm like, I, don't, I really don't but give a don't. shit. Like, like, what do you have? What do you have? You work for this facility or you work for this company. Like, let me do me. I let watched a YouTube me. video this one time that told me how to run a business. Oh, yeah. My thing is, is look, anytime you can get tips and grow, do it. Like, I'm yeah. not going to, like... But from people who have done what you want to do. Yeah, yeah, of course. It's like, well, no, nah, I mean, I've, I've actually, I mean, well, I've learned stuff from, like, your mom, for yeah. example. I'm going to probably refer to her a lot during this podcast. But on some real shit, like, if I need advice from your mom, like, coming from a business standpoint... Yeah, how to be professional. Well, not even that. It's just like, I'm like, hey, do you think I should make this move or do this? Yeah. 
And I'm and she'll let me know, like, no, you don't need to do that because of this and this and this, and you should do this because of this, this, and this. And I'll ask my questions, you know, she'll answer them, and then I'm like, okay, well, I understand that you're saying this, but why can't I do this? So, and I mean, it's just, you, you find that person that's, you know, professional, very educated, or, you know, knows what they're doing and you just want to ask for their help. And I'm always like, I tell people, I'm like, yo, ask, shut the, shut the fuck up and just listen. Yeah. That, and that's why I tell people like these young kids, I tell them, I'm like, just shut up and listen, just shut up and listen. Like you're so caught up that, Oh, I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm talking about. Blah, blah, blah. No, I've asked trainers in Texas and Ohio and New York. They're like, Hey bro, don't do that. And I'm like, why? And they'll tell me and they're like, I'm trying to tell you from my mistakes. I'm like, Oh shit. Okay. Thanks, cool. bro. Yeah, I appreciate it. Like, okay, I'm not gonna do it. But then I've I've made stupid business decisions and I made great business decisions. So some of the stupid ones came from because I wasn't educated and I needed that person there to ask. Yeah. But nah, I mean I feel like You won't make that mistake twice. Fuck hell. Not at all though. Not what sort all. of like training methodologies do you have? I'm really as far as training styles? Not, like training styles and like the actual science of training and what you employ. Okay, so my muscle confusion. A lot of people are so caught up on doing the same thing every single like time they go to the gym. All right, so like let's say you're on a three-day split, right? Let's say you go to the gym. All right, so basically when I say a three-day split, guys, is you're working out three days a week. So Monday we're going to do uh, legs and abs. And then, two, well, Wednesday we'll do push, and then uh, Friday we'll do pull. So push is going to consist of, you know, chest, shoulders, you know, triceps, and then pull is going to consist of back, biceps, all of that good stuff. But a lot of people, they'll do that for six to eight months. The same exercise, three sets of 12, the yes, same weight. Yes, the same thing. And I tell my clients, you know, I'm like, hey, look, we're going to do that. This We're going to do... Basically, like let's say we're doing a three by ten for week one. Week two, I'm going in and I'm switching it up. We're not going to do the same thing. We yeah. may do a five by five, you know, with everything. We may keep the same, you know, push pull and leg right. split. But my thing is, it's like you know, we're going to mix it up. So I'm really big on strength training. Uh, I try to stay away from compound lifts just because a lot of injuries occur mm -hmm. because you have to build up the accessory muscles. In my opinion. From what I've seen, yeah, so I'm just going if off you're my training opinion. clients who usually don't know I'd what they're say doing. Your clientele, yeah, like, they don't know what they're doing. They're, they're not they're, athletes. They're, oh, far from it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have so many people. Like when they come to me, they're, I'm like, okay, hey, what do you know? And I talk to them, and I'm like, okay, these people have never been in the gym. They've right. never been, you know. You're not telling that person to sit on a bar and squat or deadlift. No, on the first hell day. no. What you're gonna? Because a lot of people, and that's where a lot of trainers mess up. And I feel like they just go into training because, you know, they just. They're just like, oh, it's just a way to make money. It's just a way to make money. And I'm like, you could potentially change lives, save lives. Save and people. hurt people too. Yeah, oh yeah. And hurt people. Like I know there's one trainer last week training and I'm like, yo, you need to chill out. You need to chill out. Apparently one of his clients has to get back surgery. And I was like, what were you doing? He was like, we were doing jump squats with 225. And I'm like a female. Why would you ever do jump squats in general with I, that kind I, of weight? I, like, I don't understand. I'm like, I'm. you could do a body weight and be perfectly fine with me. Exactly. But... Obviously, mixing it up, you know, when it comes to training, you should be knowledgeable on what you're doing and keep up with it. You know what I'm saying? So, my thing is, like, this upcoming week, it's my client. I know for a fact 
you know, this is going to be their five by five because once we go to the week after that, I know for a fact it's going to be like a three by ten, three by twelve, and that following week we're going to hit some heavy singles. So, and and when I explain it to them, because a lot of my clients, they love having me there. One, I'm going to tell them exactly what to do. They don't have to think about it. Yeah. And like with my guys, you know, my guys and girls tell me this. They're like. Oh, I love coming to the gym. I don't have to worry about it. I don't have to think about it. I've trained you before. Yeah. I've, like twice? Uh, two or three times, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you you could tell the people like what it's like. It's just intense. I mean, you like <laughs> like short rest times, supersets. I don't know what triple supersets yeah, call, yeah, yeah. but you know, yeah. whatever. It's like, it's very different from what I'm used to because I come from like a powerlifting background. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, you of know, course. You know, two minute rest times, yeah. three reps, and you're and good. That's, and that's the thing. Like, honestly, some of my toughest workouts are working out with females. Yeah, because they, they like they that come hit in, they, cardio stuff. Right, yes. And I'm just like, and I'm sitting over there and I'm like, oh, one second, girl, God knows. I mean, it's short rest times and they're hitting it. They're a hitting it. million burpees. Oh, no, y'all can have that. I'm not doing that. I'll, <laughs> I'll walk away. But obviously, just mixing it up, you know, you have a lot of people that are just so caught up on their training styles. Like, they're like, this is what worked. This is what I do. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, to each his own. Yeah. But my style, I incorporate strength training, cardio, uh, active stretching as well. Um, a lot of people think that stretching is not important. It's very um, important yeah. for injury prevention, in my oh, opinion. Most definitely. Most yeah. definitely. I, I know one thing. I used to stretch before my workouts. I actually stopped doing yeah, it. I started doing it dynamic. after. So I started doing it after. Like I said, like unless it's like dynamic, like skips or something like that to start loosening. Oh yeah, 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 of course, of course. But for like static stretching, yeah, it has to be after. No, nah, most of the time I'll just hop on the stair stepper for like five or ten minutes, and especially if you're trying to lift weights. I mean, think of what it is. It's a contraction. You're trying to get as tight as possible. Oh, yeah, Why yeah. would you stretch out before yeah, you're losing that? Elas- you're giving elastic, and you don't want to be. You know. Yeah, nah, that's true. But did I answer your question? Yeah, I feel like I think okay. So. Your training methodologies and such. And okay. Yeah. Are you pretty hard on your clients? Are you supportive? Depends on the person. Honestly, so this is the thing, right? And this is where a lot of trainers lack this. So you have, to, if you want to be a personal trainer, like you have to have a personality. Yeah. So my biggest thing, because I've been there before, and especially during COVID right now, a lot of people don't understand this, but your mental health is so fucking important and people neglect it 24-7. So like when my clients walk through the door, I don't give a damn who it is, if it's a new client, an old client. I can read. That's something I picked up in nursing school. Mm-hmm. I can read people so easily. Their face and their body language. Yeah, instantly. And I'm like, obviously being professional again, I'll pull them to the side. If there's a bunch of people in the gym, I pull them to the side. I'll be like, hey, talk to me. What's going on? Something, you're, you're not right today. Like mm-hmm. something's going on. And my thing is, it's like along with the training aspect, the physical of me training you, imagine if, you know, you were like depressed for one week and you came in and I, you know, I was intense on you and I was hard. Boom, 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 boom. boom. I trained you. Yeah. Physically, you feel great. You're like, oh man, like I just PR'd, you know, I did this. He's got me curling, you know, 45s, no problem. But imagine if I didn't help you on the mental aspect of trying to give you either constructive criticism, you know, just being that person to listen. Praise to. Yeah. And it's just a lot of my clients, guys and girls. They'll be like, they'll explain stuff to me and I'm, I'll give them, sometimes I'm like, hey, okay, hey, you're just being a baby on this situation. Or, you know, ooh, I genuinely feel bad for you. Like, let's, let's talk about this a little deeper. And is, I'm a firm believer that you, you have to make sure that your clients are mentally strong as well. Mm -hmm. So that's why I hit the, like your podcast with the whole, 
you know mental health yeah of course and i was just like okay i was like i, I fuck with this like it's, it's cool it's cool but and, and that was one thing that i used to neglect i was like in the best physical shape of my life but then i was just like i was depressed i would like my mind, man. Like the shit I was thinking, I was just like, "Whoa!" I was like, "You know, I don't. I really don't need to." And some people started seeing it. And they started to get worried about me, mm-hmm. and they were like, "You know, you're you're acting funny." And I was like, "No, no, 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 bro. I'm fine. That's I'm fine. people you need around you. I'm though. fine. Oh yeah. So and yeah, it, it, that's very true. That's very true. But uh, yeah, nah. You you got to make sure people are mentally stable. You do nutrition coaching too, don't you? Y- yes, not to a certain extent but i mean i like to give advice and help them because right. you'd be surprised how many people think that just because they're eating fried chicken is it's like it's protein and i'm like uh, don't quite work like that but as far as like macro coaching and all this net yeah yeah you give fun? a general idea but you're not gonna sit there and you make customized like meal plans and such well i'll do it for some people but if you had to like say that i'm out there doing it for bukus of everybody no nah, no nah, no nah. because so many people nitpick every little thing yeah and I found myself, like, when I first started, I was, like, trying to help people, like, to the T. 95% of the motherfuckers don't even do oh, it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm a nutrition scientist, so I... Yeah, I so they don't even do it. It's like, I can sit here and ask you a question and be like, what are your thoughts on com- complex carbs, like, midday or early morning? You can voice your opinion and tell me everything yeah. that you want to. And you can tell me, like, hey, I think you should do it midday. Guess what I'm going to still do? I'm going to still eat a fucking big-ass bowl of oatmeal I mean, in the morning. In my opinion, it's like, don't make it that difficult. Like, don't overthink it. Well, that's and that's the problem. Like everybody thinks, like they overthink everything. They want instant gratification, and they feel like they should see a big difference. And we're not even talking about fitness at this oh, point. Oh, yeah. What did in life in general? People want instant gratification. They want everything handed to them. And we got away from the whole bust your ass and grind and get what you want. Yeah. Now that's that's the biggest thing. And I'm just like everybody wants a handout, and I'm like, nah, no. I had a dude. He's bruh. I, I love this guy and I respect him so much. He has so much. I got lost in his house. This is how oh big God. his house is. I called him yeah. and I was like, I don't know where I'm at. I'm at. I've been in a and he was And he was like, well, you can either take the elevator or you can go all the way down the hallway, elevator. take the stairs to go down. He was like, you're going to go down the wraparound stairs. You're going to be in my office, walk all the way down the hall. I was like, what? He told me, he was like, I'll write you a $100,000 check to open up a gym. But my thing is, I'm not going to be like, ooh, yeah, let me get that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because he can say I want 50% of that gym, Well, too. of course, of course. And my thing is, I want to bust, like, I want to work as hard as I can to get what I need. Yeah, you want to own the gym, 100%. Oh, yeah. Oh, of you course. You want the gym to be yours without anybody else's input. Of course, because if I want to switch something up, you know, I can do that. So, but me and my cousin are in the work, so talking about, like, getting a gym and everything. Yeah. So, yeah. But look, I'm going to ask you something real quick. Okay. You in the hot seat. Okay. Are you not scared as shit when you're driving them Porsches? Nah, not at all. So, okay, if you can talk about this, talk about it. So what happens if, and which I would never want this to happen, but like what if a car like fender bends you or like side swipes you or something? Are you like... We got insurance for that. It's not my insurance. It's the company's insurance. Okay. Now, have... Well, obviously, don't give any names. Have they had workers there like Um, get in trouble? So we used to be able to just... Not any car, but we used to be able to, like, if we were going on a weekend, we were going, like, on a date or something, and we wanted to take, like, a 911. We used to be able to just be like, hey, can it get it approved? Cool. Good. Or Hold on. So they would, like, give y'all cars to go on dates with? Or, like, whatever. You're going on, like, a Shut nice dinner. Shut the fuck with, up! So it doesn't happen anymore. Oh, man. <laughs> Especially used cars. Used cars are pretty easy, but we get some pretty nice stuff traded, like, really nice Jeeps, trucks, most expensive, Most expensive car you've ever been in? 
price. Been in? No, like driven. Like driven, driven. driven. Not not set in. Well, okay. Double question. Been in? Been uh, inside of. 911 RSR. Price. Uh, there isn't one. I mean, it's a GT. It's a GTE car, meaning it's like a race car for the Porsche factory team. Hypothetically speaking, millions, two million, three million, five. Just to give, just to several, give it, several million, several. Okay, uh, cool. I mean, to buy the car itself, probably a million ish, but to actually run it and operate it, several, several million, because you have to have a team of engineers to operate the car while you're driving it on the track. Fuck. The consumer can't buy this car. Oh, of course, of course, of course. So. And then car, as far as like driven, I haven't gotten to drive one of the GT2 RSs yet, but I've driven a GT3 RS. Okay. I've uh, been in an AMG GTR, Ferrari 458. I don't know. I mean, I can't think of any like other. So Maybe. the most expensive car, what would you range that at? Uh, 250. Yeah, 250. Okay. Okay. I was thinking like, like yeah, crazy. I'm thinking you whipped like a $2 million car or something off the lot. I'm like. Mm-hmm. We don't get that kind of stuff traded in. You're talking like Koenigsegg, Bugatti, stuff like that. Like. That's Charlotte. Maybe you oh, might get shit. that kind of stuff. I, it's shit. Even then, I'm like, nah, I ain't driving this. I ain't driving it. We have like an old 356, and that car I drove. It, it might be the most expensive thing I've ever driven, but it was only like down the road and back. Okay. Okay. Still. I can get an idea of what those things cost because I think they're because they're a collector's item. I think they're like probably one and a half million or something stupid. Because like a 50 year old oh, before, okay. before Porsche even made the 911. Okay. So oh, it was right. kind of just vintage. Yeah. What people find a price. Want. Okay. Yeah, you do that. Hey guys, while he's looking for that, go ahead and go follow me on Instagram, Bull Sweet Fitness, B U L L S W E E T Fitness, <laughs> and go check me out on TikTok too, Bull Sweet Fitness. You don't need seven. any help with the TikTok. Hey, look, man, honestly, that's, that's something that's taken off. It's surprisingly, you know how many people are like, "Yo, you're famous, you're famous, <laughs> you're famous." Now I'm like, bro, it's, what, it's what, TikTok. Bro. What would your, your mom say? It's like two hundred and. Yeah, three hundred K, something like that. Yeah, like three hundred K. I'm like, dude, that's not that's not famous. So all the stuff says call for price. Actually, it's not actually not that expensive. Scratch that. They weren't that three fifty six wasn't that expensive. Yeah, so probably like two hundred fifty three hundred thousand. That's still good though. It's all right. I mean, I I wouldn't drive it. I mean, I'd be scared to drive it. So like, when you're in like a really expensive like hyper car, it's a high performance car. You're better off being in one of those things than my Honda Civic. With safety, like with the safety, absolutely. Really, one million percent. Yes. Because the car is handled so well and so agile, if something happens, I can avoid it immediately. Uh, I'm thinking about like when what Paul Walker hit that tree. I'm like, he was in a so a we fancy actually. Car. That's a funny story. We actually sell tires. I'm talking about Paul Walker all the time because Paul Walker was driving a Carrera GT as a Porsche. Uh-huh. That's half a million to a million dollar car, mm-hmm. and he had like ten year old tires on. Oh, fancy. yeah. So what happens to rubber after ten years? I don't know. It no, dry rots. It might, it might just break down just a little bit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So after six years. The, we won't even approve them for I think we can't even pass for state inspection if the tire's more than six years old. Wow. So that's why they get really hard. And tires, I won't get into the science of how tires work, but they had to be really soft. We know you smart, Nathan. <laughs> Shut up. They had to be really soft so they can grip the little oh, yeah, crevices in the road. Of course, right? of course, of course. And that's that's why he crashed and killed himself. I don't know. I don't know. You know I've never seen the Fast and Furious movies. Is wrong with you? I know I do all the look at any of my Instagram stories. It's just like 50, 60, 100 something long posts of cars, and I've never seen Fast and Furious. You've been dead serious right now? Yeah, ever? Yeah, I, I've seen like pieces, but I never watched it. Never sat down and watched. Let me explain it. something to you. As soon as I finished watching like the, I want to say it was the third or fourth one, I was about to spend like ten thousand dollars on a Mustang, <laughs> cash, and I was just <laughs> like, I was just like, let me go ahead and get, and I was like, nah, let's. 
it's time to get a family vehicle. I was like, I can't be doing all that. So, yeah, nah, this y'all can have that. When you hit thirty million on TikTok, you can buy yourself a brand new Mustang. No, I wouldn't. Even, I don't even want to do that. No, buying a vehicle to me is okay to each his own. Yeah. When I say this, in my opinion, it is the dumbest thing unless you are balling out like no tomorrow and you want to whip something so fancy. I'm trying to buy 200 acres of land and yeah. plant some tobacco on it and get John over in Timbuktu to grow that, manage yeah. it for me, sell it. I'm and land. Fifty percent land profit. is never going to lose its value, in my opinion. Potentially. If they find like some chemicals in it or whatnot, hey, it is what it is. As soon as check this out, when people buy a Porsche, as soon as they drive it off a lot, what's the value that it loses? Depends. So if you're driving like a, a consumer car where it's like a hundred thousand or less, you lose value. But you have like a GT2 RS, we would sell them for two twenty. You know what those cars go for nowadays? Three, three fifty, three hundred. So that person might have driven you know two hundred thousand dollar car, two hundred fifty thousand dollar car for a year or two, and then they can turn around and sell it and make double the money in profit. The fuck, cor- fuck y'all cars. I'm, t- I'm, t- I'm, t- I'm talking about normal cars. <laughs> so, you so, pull so, a normal car off the lot, yeah. what happens is it loses value. Yeah. yeah, it loses value. So, in my opinion, okay, you know what? I'll go buy a Porsche one day when I make it. So, like the Carrera well, GT. Well, check this out. When I make it one day and I'm out here balling, I'm going to come get you and I'm going to say, you know what? I got some people. Get me one. I got I, some did people. you just tell me what to drive? You just, so, uh, when the Carrera GT came out, it was like $450,000. So those are going for a million now. The 918 went for nine hundred eighteen thousand dollars. I know because Porsche has to be mm. perfect. Those are one and a half, two million dollar cars. No, I'm not doing it. Ferrari F40s. You know, I think they were four hundred thousand dollar cars, ten mil plus. The fuck? That's crazy. Mm. Y'all can have all that. No, they say ten mil, probably five plus. So. Mm. So how's school going with COVID? I heard all the classes got switched online. I was already online anyways. Oh, everything was? Yeah. I had two in-person classes, and one of them took it upon themselves to make it online before the semester started, and then another one, we went to one class on the first Monday, and I believe the instructor has lupus, so she wouldn't, didn't want to be there anyways. Yeah, that sucks. And so she took it upon herself to make it online. Mm. My mother-in-law has that. That shit flares up. I'm like, ooh. Yeah, I don't want to be in a classroom with 200 people and have lupus and COVID no. swirling around the air. <laughs> You're stupid. You're stupid. But yeah, nah. Um, what is? I know we said we we're gonna talk about uh, my TikTok. Yeah. You got any we're questions? Take a quick break. I'm mean, gonna go there. Yeah, we're gonna take a break. Go, uh, go use the toilet or something. Go <laughs> pee. But, uh, I'm, I'm gonna drink some water real quick. So we're gonna talk about Mr. Famous. Mr. Famous? Mr. Famous TikTok famous. Nah, it ain't no Mr. Famous TikTok. Nah. You got millions of people watching you. I think that certifies as famous. So look, so check this out. I actually did some research, and you're not considered viral unless you get anywhere. They changed it in 2016, I want to say. It's, it said anywhere between 3 to 5 million views under 24 hours. Okay. So I'm like... You're not far off, though. Well, I mean... Okay, so my wife... I don't, did you ever see the video? Which one? It was a video of me cutting down the tree in the front yard. Yeah, yeah. So she posted that. No lie. Within 12 hours, 4 million views. Stupid. And they're like, oh my God, blah, blah, blah. It's that guy. It's the Bull Sweet Fitness guy. Look at him. And I'm like, are y'all really being serious right now? Why are people so interested in seeing you chop a tree down? 
His, bro, sex sales. <laughs> Everybody's like, oh, he's covered in tattoos. Hey, look, and again, guys, go to my Instagram. If you want to hit pause right now, go to Instagram. Look at the way I look. You know what I'm He'll saying? Like with the, the description of the podcast and stuff. Oh, of course, of course. Go ahead, go ahead. But and I'm gonna tag your stuff in too. I'm gonna actually go live on TikTok while we're doing this, so okay. you guys, so you can see like what people be saying. But um, nah. So they were just like spitting the comments, and I'm just like, I'm reading them, and I'm like, Are you serious? And everybody's like, His tattoos, his body, his hair, blah blah blah. And I'm like, These women are ruthless. crazy. They're ruthless. Oh, they don't care. The moms of TikTok do not care. The moms of TikTok. Like, ruthless. Hey, they just told their husband they made an account to keep it, look after the kids. That's it. But really, they over there looking at the next door neighbor, John, cutting down some trees. But, uh, yeah, no, nah, it was just, um, so I posted a video. Me and my brother, we were actually talking about this the other day. We were talking about, you know, grown women, obviously, you know, in society, I guess, when it comes to women, uh, so people in society wants them to hold a certain image, you know, yeah. big boobs, big butt, slim waist, you know, perfect, flawless skin. Bruh, that's, that's not ideal and realistic in my opinion. We want to see grown women with stretch marks, you know, that's been through it. Like, check this out. My wife had my son. You know, she was really hard on herself. She was just like, you know, oh man, you know, I got this extra skin and flab. I've gained weight. I'm like, you just had kid like you brought a child into like calm down you know what i'm saying like extraordinary you got so much time to work on that and it's just crazy like what society i guess like the standards that they hold for women that they just want them to look a certain way and man i posted it on tiktok because she was i forgot what she was doing at the kitchen table but i was talking about it and she was like you need to post that and say that and it just slipped my mind and i happened i was walking into the gym though i was getting my bags out the car and i posted it and I was about to delete the video. I was I, I was about to delete the video because I left out one thing. Cellulite. Yeah. I was talking about cellulite. And I'm just like, oh, I'm going to delete the video. Well, I got caught up training a client and I forgot about it. So, and then the next client came. I forgot about it. Well, I happened to look at the video. And we're talking about within two hours, it was like 200,000 views. And I was like. Oh shit! Oh, this is this is gonna be one of the videos that yeah. take off. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, and I, I was just watching it, watching it, watching it. Like right now, I'm gonna look at it. I want to say, and this is what helps your your views when people duet your videos. So, four hundred four hundred three people have duetted the video. Right? This one girl, she had like two hundred k followers mm. duetted the video. Her video got like two point two million views. Well, guess what? Like, she didn't tag me in the video. No. I don't. I don't care. But my thing is, it drew traffic. Right. Because what happens on TikTok, you can click on the sound that they use. Okay. And, and you can and you it. can go straight to who made it, bruh. Like, yesterday, no, the day before I posted that video, I was sitting at about a hundred and forty-four thousand people were following me, and now I said, you know, right at almost like three hundred thousand. And I'm just like, it's crazy off that one video. And the one thing that actually shocked me, so, and I mean, I deal with it in everyday life. I have a bunch of dudes that hate on me. They're yeah. like, oh, he thinks he's a pretty boy. You know, he's just drawing attention. He's thirsty, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, bro, no. Like, that's that's not me. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm about, like, making people feel better about themselves yeah. and getting out there and be a go-getter. 
But it was crazy in that video to see how many dudes actually duetted the video, and they were like, yo, I respect you. This is yeah. cool. So I was like, thank you. Y'all finally get it. Finally, the like, bros. I'm, I'm like, yeah, like the, the bros, bros looking out for me. Like, yeah. I would say it was cool. And um, nah, so like a lot of people, I went live this morning. And so do you, do you know a lot about TikTok? Not no? really, honestly. So I didn't know this. So people can send you, you know what? I'm going to go live on TikTok, right? People can send you gifts. Oh. Like donations I, and such? Bro, yes. I That's didn't know this. Crazy. I never asked for them. And I, I don't, I don't like, I yeah. never, I'm not going to sit. Because I see some people, they're like, oh, you know, uh, send me gifts or I'm going to like get off the video. And I'm like, what? You're not all building did, a community that all way I did, I'm like, all I do is go up there, post, talk to people. Like, I'm going live right now up here. So what I'm going to do. Once the people get up there, I'll start talking to uh-huh. them. But basically, like, people up there, they were just, like, talking, like, hey, send me money or I'm going to get off on live, blah, blah, blah. I was doing cardio today. I had 550 people watching me. Stupid. And I was, like, and I was trying to answer everybody's questions, but the, the comments were just kept raining. It. Past. And I said, I was like, yo, I'm so sorry. I was like, if I, if I can get, you know, to your comment, I can't. And my DMs, it's like. 300 if, if they message me on instagram i'll try to respond back like yeah. if i'm taking like a dump or something yeah. or if nico's sleep like i'll try to like respond to the comments but when it comes to like trying to respond to them on tiktok where it's like 300 400 like dms and i'm like as soon as you respond you got two three hundred more yeah and i'm like I'm, I'm trying i'm trying because so many people are like Oh my God, you responded back to me. I feel so lucky. And I'm like, I, I try to respond to everyone, yeah. but it's just, it's so hard because I'm only one person and there's 400 people coming in. But basically what I'm leading to say is somebody said, they were like, what are you going to do when TikTok gets canceled September 15th? Is that official now? Would If, if uh, a company doesn't buy it, an American company doesn't uh, buy it, okay. they said they're going to get rid of it. I said, I'm cool with it. Yeah. I said, I'll take it for what it is. Yeah. So... Like right here. So, hey guys, what's up? Uh, uh, Nathan's podcast. I'm talking to my TikTok live. So, what's up, TikTok? Hey, look, what's check up, bro? this out. I'm doing uh, a podcast, as y'all can see. I'm going to make sure that I get y'all the link so y'all can see this as well. But basically, what happens, they can send you comments, all this and that. And it lets you know how many people are watching. People can follow you. It'll tell you. They'll send uh, gifts to you, all this and that. But I always just interact with them. Yeah. Because, I mean, you got people that, hey, this may be their first time seeing me on yeah. live. Shout out to people. Yeah. What's up? I will, bro, some of these names, I'd be butchering <laughs> like crazy. And most of the time, they're always like, you know, hey, handsome, all this and that. What's up? But uh, what's up, guys? Hey, look, check this out. I'm on a podcast right now. I will be dropping the link so y'all can go check that out. Um, any suggestions on an easy at home workout? Contact me. I write plans. I got you. Um... Oh, it's frozen. I guess, does he have Wi-Fi out here? Yeah. He does? Go to uh, Warriors Den. Hold on. I'm going to let you hold that down. Go to Wi-Fi. You hold that down, big fella. But, uh, nah, just talking about TikTok, just, uh, everybody's like, oh, you're going to, everybody's like, you're going to feel so bad when, um, TikTok gets canceled. I'm like, I, I really don't care. I'm, I'm taking it for what it, it is right now. Someone will buy it anyway. Oh, I'm thinking, what, is it Microsoft is looking at buying it? Oh, I guess he doesn't have an uh, Wi-Fi here. Uh-uh. He must have changed it. He must just have, like, an extension. But basically, that's what it was. Like, before I exited off, I think it was, like, 
what, 80 people up there? Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's really cool to interact with them. Um, so, yeah, that's cool. I'm just like, it is what it is. I'm going to buy it. You'll be all right. Yeah. At the end of the day, I really don't give a shit, though. <laughs> I live my life very carefree. I try to stay away from stress. I'm really big on energy. I'm really big on controlling what you can control. And you can't control if some company no, buys TikTok. No. no. Somebody, no lie. Somebody can go up there and just delete the whole app just for shits and giggles. And just be like, oh, we're done. But you have other strings of income coming in, too. Oh, of course. But the thing is... Your like, baby's still going to eat. Yeah. Oh, all day long. All day long. But obviously with... You know, this crowd that I'm getting that's heavily coming in, like, obviously, I'm thinking in my mind, like, you know, when I sell apparel. Yeah. That's a lot of eyes that, that you didn't have before. Yes, of course. Like, within two weeks, I've gained, I want to say, 9,000 followers on Instagram. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So, like, it's, it's right at about 10K. And, I mean, it's crazy to see your post go from, you know, 50 likes to 1,000 likes. Yeah. And I'm like... So that's more eyes, more traffic. Obviously, that's gonna help my business. And I don't know. Yeah, I'm just rocking with it. I'm just taking it for what it is. And I'm just cruising. Obviously, you're having fun with it. Oh, bro, it's bro, it's so much crazy stuff that you can do on the app. Like, and it's so easy. Yeah, it's so easy. Cause the thing is, my cousin Shelby, she um, she's been trying to get me to like get on TikTok and like be booming with it for like the longest time. She was like, "You got the face, the personality, get on it." So I joined. And then I like deleted the app. I got back on, posted like two videos, didn't post anything for like six months, came back and I posted maybe like one to two videos per month. Okay. And then it was like when COVID hit, I got bored. <laughs> Bruh, so like I started posting videos and it was, Funny. they got, you know, like a hundred views and it was like a thousand views and then... It just kept growing and growing and growing, and everybody's like, oh, he's got such a cute face. He's so handsome. And I posted that one video, like the first video that went, quote, unquote, viral for me. I think it's at like 3.3 million. It was it was just off uh, what my client said. I was about to say hit pause real quick. Okay. We got a hit pause, guys. I got a phone call. What do you do besides training and TikTok? Nothing. I legit, I mind my business. I stay in my lane. Uh, uh oh. Hey, mom. Hey, mom. Hey. What's up? What's up? So, we're talking about what do I do outside of uh, training and working out? What do you do? What do I do? Nothing. Oh, who is this on the podcast, guys? Introduce yourself to the people. I'm Nathan's mom. My name's Hay. They probably can't hear you from that far away. Oh, I'm Nathan's mom. My name is Hay. But no, uh, what I do, no lie, I wake up at the same time every single day. Which is? Uh, normally like four fifty, five o'clock. That's the same for me. So what I'll do, I'll go ahead, wake up, get myself situated, drink my coffee, uh, eat my oatmeal. I've been doing that for two years. Oatmeal for breakfast? I thought you were the eggs guy. No, I have like a dozen eggs for like lunch. Oh, okay. or dinner. Or if I come home like a random like break, I'll have twelve eggs. But most of the time, I like to get my carbs in the morning. Okay. So, but um, no, nah, I go to work. I work for well since my son has been born. I'm only able to get to work at 7, 7 a.m. I used to like train at 4 a.m. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, and I have to be off by 5 because that's when I have to get him. So, what I'll do, I'll go home, I'll clean up for a little bit, I'll make sure he's situated, feed him dinner, give him a bath, then most of the time I'll eat, and then by that time, mom comes home, she snuggles him for a little bit, he goes to bed, I talk to clients, maybe like type up some emails, do that, and I go to sleep. 
Like, how many clients are you juggling right now? On- one-on-one? On one, uh, probably, well, due to COVID, I lost a few. But right now, I want to say, like, 27, one-on-one. So, mm-hmm. you got to look at it. They're coming three to four times a week. Yeah. And I work, what? Right at about sometimes 10, 12 hours a day, sometimes. What about online? Oh, oh man. Actively? Because some people will buy plans and, like, I'll contact them and they never contact me back. Oh, wow. I'm like, hey, did you get the plan? And they're like, yeah. Oh, and I'm like, that, it and that was it. That, that's it. Okay. And I'm like, hey, how's everything going? Good. And I'm like, needing advice? No. <laughs> but I probably say actively that talks to me a lot, probably about 30. Because the plans that I give them is about six weeks. Okay. So once they get that, they either have the option to go on by their business or they can proceed with getting another one. Yeah, renew. So most of the time, because like even when I'm training your mom, you know, I'll be responding to some of them. They'll have simple questions like, hey, we're getting breakfast at this place. Can I have this or this? And I'm like, you know, well, you are not supposed to have this, but you can have this. So it's something simple like that. Don't get them a griddle. Get the, yeah. fruit, get the fruit cut from McDonald's. Oh, all day long. All day long. How's your day been, mom? Yeah, no, we actually talked about that. Oh, good. We okay. actually talked about that. Actually, I don't know if you know this, but a lot of people always ask me this. What's the craziest thing that's ever happened to me when I've been training a client? No. And I know you know what the hell I'm talking about. Have you ever told him this? No. You tell Bro, this was like some crazy shit. So we're sitting there. It was a leg day. We're getting like midway of the leg workout. And we're doing wall sits. She's doing a superset. She's lunging down, and we're doing wall sits. She stops, and she looks at me, and she says, something's wrong. Oh, oh God. And I said, what do you mean? And she said, something just doesn't feel right. And I said, are you okay? Like, is it muscle-related? Is it fatigue? She said, no, something's wrong. That was the day that her father passed away. Oh. At that time. It was within that time frame. And she stopped, and, I, and everybody always asks me, they're like, what's the weirdest thing that's ever happened with you and a client? Like, if, I mean, I have people pass out. I've had people, yeah. you know. Right? I was expecting this lady was going to crap on herself or something. That did not affect it. Well, no, I mean, I've yeah, been, no, I've, I've had clients, like, pass out, like, fall or do something crazy. And I'm like, yo, like, what are you doing? But the craziest thing was, so she contacted me, was it like that day or the yeah. next day? Was yeah, that that? That day. Yeah. And she told me, she was like, hey, you know, I'm kind of stay low key for a while dad passed away and i was like just stunned because i was like whoa hold on like this this just happened and she was like and i started picking the time that it happened i was like oh shit i was like that was the time that she stopped and said something was wrong and that's when i was like oh man i was like wow i didn't know you had a nickname for all your clients yes i mean i know some of them i just didn't realize you actually said them out loud yeah i didn't know i had a nickname what's your nickname she gave you that nickname. Okay, so what is it then? You? I call, like, I call you Mel. I call you like that role model. You can call her Mel Batos. She Don't hates it. Dare. She hates Mel Batos. Batos. Chill. What, what's on your ring? What's on his ring? Jabun. Jabun. Yeah, Jabun. Yeah, Jabun. I hear you. Got it. Got it. He, he knows it's real because it's like embedded in his ring. I've worn it twice in my life, maybe. If that. No. What did you guys talk about? Um, we We're talk- still talking right now. You're on the podcast. Yeah, I was just going to... First, we talked about... When we lost our virginity. Um, then we talked about what we want to do when we grow up. How do we think that we're going to die? Um, yeah. Did you talk about kind of how you started your business? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Okay. okay. I thought that was interesting to be so young. 
This audio is gonna sound horrible. There's no way they hear you. Look, have a seat. So you sit in the middle. I'll sit. I'll sit right here. So to be so young and to start your own business and how you like went out on a ledge, like, that's scary. If I think about being young, it is. Cost, I mean, that's scary. It is scary, but you can ask him, and we talked about it. Who's one of my clients? That's how I go to for advice. You. I said, due to the fact, I said, you know, you can talk to me on a personal, like, a fun, like what I would like to call it is like a fun level. You know what I'm saying? Like just yeah. me and you talking. Yeah. And then I've seen you get extremely professional, and I'm just like. Okay, that's what I want to be, you know, when I grow up. So, and that's what I said. I, like, I ask, like, I'll ask you for advice because I've seen you, like, me and you be cutting up, and then you'll be on the phone and you're like da -da 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 -da, handling business, and I'm like, yeah. damn, that's legit. Well, you do that too. You just don't realize it yet. Well, I mean, because you're a client, you like know how to mo like model yourself to relate so to your clients. So, I was working out at eleven o'clock today, mm -hmm. and when I was in the garage, and this lady sent me a message. And she was like, hey, I'm from TikTok. And long story short, her son got attacked by a dog. Okay. And she, like, went to obviously defend her son. The dog bit her fingers off. Oh. So she has her pinky, her pointer, and her thumb. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I want a workout plan. And I'm like, look, sweetheart. Basically, long story short, I was talking to her. Mm -hmm. And Kristen was looking at me, and she was like, that's crazy to watch you like go from a joking mode to like professional. And I said, yeah, I just, I just don't like to do it 24 seven. But when I, when need be, when time comes, yes, I will. Yeah. And she was just like, uh, she was just like, I just don't get it. She was like, won't you just be professional 24 seven? And I'm like, that's, that's not, not me. That's not me. No. And that's where you know how to mold yourself to align to the clientele you're trying to pick up. Oh, yeah. You know, because we can work out, and I'm an older female, but then I've also seen you work out with younger folks, like kids more like Nathan's age, and be able to have jokes and talk oh, yeah, of course. and all that. Of course. And that's how I think you build your business is because you understand a broad variety of people. Yeah, because my, my youngest client that I have right now is 19. No, eight. I think she's 18, about to turn 19. And then my oldest is 62. So. So do you think you'll do this forever? No, we talked about it. Obviously, like, bigger picture, you know, owning a gym, franchising. Oh, of course. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Do you have anything else coming up? Dropping these shirts. I got them in. So he's been, the guy that makes my shirts, he's been shut down for, like, five months. Mm -hmm. So due to COVID or whatnot. So I've had this idea. I'm like, so so many pe like people like to peach on the shirt. But they didn't like the pinkies up, keep it classy on the back. So I was like, okay, cool. I can just put the peach on the shirt and then drop the the back of the men's logo up there. It's like you sneak in. Yeah, just a little bit. Because no, yeah. no, I don't care. Like, no matter where I go, if I wear that peach on my shirt, everybody's like, yo, yeah. that's dope. That's dope. I like that. And I'm like, okay, cool. But then, like, my mom, she would never wear the peach shirt. Because she's like, I don't like the whole pinkies up, keep it classy. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't support that. And I'm just like, she I support think. She so she can be oh, all day long. peach in the front and party in the back. Yeah, yeah. Do you have a set date on when the clothes are going to come out? Uh, I was supposed to do it Friday, but the way my life is set up right now, um, Friday had to prepare for Nico's birthday party. Saturday had the birthday party. I woke up today and then thought about it, and I was like, dang. I had to, well, what I wanted to do. I didn't have to. I wanted to work out, clean my house, finish cutting my grass, and my mom called me and she was like, did you put that wagon and tricycle together? I was like, fuck. 
So I had to put that together, and that's when I texted your mom, and I was like, hey, I'm going to be, like, a little late, sorry. Got in the truck, and the truck had no gas. And I was like, this is fantastic. So I was like, I got to do the podcast. Once I get done with the podcast, I got to go pick up a bike for my brother. So, oh, my God. Bro, let's talk about this real quick. I rode my fucking bike for 30 miles yesterday. No, it's not. (laughs) No, it's not. Honestly, I really thought I was going into Rabdo. (laughs) Rabdo my my Rhabdomyolysis is when, basically, and tell me if I'm wrong, is when the protein that's in your muscle breaks down, gets into your bloodstream, and becomes toxic. Yeah, you essentially start digesting your own muscle. Yeah. So this is where I had a problem. You know how I like to make my life so much harder. Mm -hmm. These guys had $5,000 fucking road bikes. Carbon fiber frames, I'm sure. Bruh. I saw. Booking it. Booking it. I have a bike that I bought for $80. It is a Huffy. A mountain bike huffy. When I pulled up, they looked at me and they were like, Who is this guy? They were like, Oh. And I said, Oh, bro, I promise you, I ain't going to be less. No lie. I stayed in like the upper front of the pack and they were like, You're a fucking animal. And and to take for granted, I had on a hoodie during this whole process. And they were like, Take the hoodie off. What is wrong with you? And I said, I'm good. So we started at the LNL and Rocky Mount. And basically, guys, on the podcast, this is about to be a 30 mile loop, what I'm about to explain. So we started at the LNL and Rocky Mount. And we went all the way to Nashville, to the courthouse. Oh went all the way through Castellia, turned on Taylor Store Road, went all the way down there, booked it, came back, came up through Red Oak. Yeah. I'm thinking that we're at the Griffins in Red Oak, that we're just going to ma- ma- no make a left and go past Red Oak Middle and head back. No. <laughs> they went through Whitaker's. <laughs> I said, are you serious? We hit about 26 miles, and I said... I'm severely dehydrated. You I have one. Water? No, I did. I have one. But you got to think about it. It's like a heat index of like 93 degrees. Oh, yeah. It's humid. And you're probably about two hours in at this point. No. Nah, uh, at that point, we were about, I think it was an hour and 37. No, it was about an hour and 40 minutes in. Yeah. Because we would stop. We stopped like four times because like the guys in the back, you know, we'd let them catch up. So that was the whole yeah, thing. That's so nice of you. Dear healthy body. Bruh, so we got to the end and they were like, yo, you are an animal. They were like, you were able to keep up with us. They were like, you need to get a road bike. And I said, well, I got one in the shop. You know, it'll just be out a little bit later. I started to realize something. I got home. Well, I went into the store. I grabbed a two-liter bottle of water. I chugged it. I grabbed a protein shake. I chugged it. I grabbed a 32-ounce body armor water. Chugged it. Got home. Cut the grass. I cut the grass halfway because we had a birthday party for Nico. I get in the house and I drink a gallon of water and I realize I haven't pissed. And I said, oh shit. And again, guys, this is coming from a medical standpoint. I started to realize, I said, this isn't, this isn't okay. Mm-hmm. And Kristen and every, and everybody, and everybody started looking at me and they were like, you're just not acting right. And I said, well, if everybody keeps telling me that I'm not acting right, maybe something's wrong. And my legs were just killing me. And I mean, you know, I work out. I do 30, 40 minutes cardio, but it was a different type of workout. Yo, my legs hurt so bad. My quads are so tight that it's pulling on the tendons on my knee that my knee's killing me. So, and I know what I have to do. I have to release, basically. So, oh, I got to go home and so foam roll. So, you're saying you shouldn't go run, ride 30 miles on the bike without maybe riding like a 5 and a 10 and a 15. No, fuck that. You go balls to the wall 24-7. What I look like? That's like if I told you, like, oh, they got a marathon that they're going to run. You shouldn't do it because you haven't ran. Oh, I would train for that. 
See, well, that, that's what makes us different. I was just like, you know what? I was like, I'm just going to do that. somebody questioned your Huffy bike, you had to get out there and show them. Hey, bro. Hey, look. I was popping. I was like trying to pull it up, pop a wheelie at one point. The old man was like, what is wrong with you? And I was just like, hey, I really don't know. Old man's like my age, but hey. He was, know. no, he was 63, 66, 66, because he said that he's been riding since he was 25. Hmm. And I asked him, I said, how much is your bike? And he looked at me and started laughing. I said, how much is your bike? He said he paid $6,700 for it. Yeah, he didn't do that for real. I work with a guy who paid eleven for his. Yeah, fuck. That dude in the front, he had like a Jamaican outfit on. Yeah, his shit was fucking You can that get much. wonderful outfits now. The little padded bike. Oh, with like, yeah, yeah. No. Really? No. Aerodynamic I'm just, I'm just, I'm just be out there just free balling. You don't have just, the most aerodynamic frame anyways. No, hell no. You're not meant for that. Yeah, you're like a parachute on top of the bike. Guess, guess what? If they question me. They can try to fight me. I'm not using my words. I'm using my hands. Why don't you pedal? Beat them on the bike. That's Brian. Like, they got road bikes. Out, like, out oh, they got road bikes. They got road bikes, man. It's just, I don't know. I just like to make my life harder mm-hmm. and then try to show people, like, I'm the same if way. you would just shut the hell up and just put your mind to it, you can do it. Yeah. I think a lot of people waste time. Kind of enjoy the suffering. Kind of makes it more worth it. Oh, yeah. But I got this road bike coming. And then nobody's going to be able to now he's gonna do hundred mile. Fuck that. She's an Iron Man. Yeah. Ooh, gosh. Yeah, I said I should I should also start an OnlyFans page. That's what they've been asking me for. Oh god. Twenty twenty one is dropping. <laughs> oh no. I'm gonna stop personal training. I'm gonna go ahead and start this OnlyFans page. Hundred dollars a month. Hey, we're gonna we're gonna be booming. I don't know. I can't help you with that. We're gonna be booming. That's fine. Well, just you drop the shirts. I'm just glad to like help you. Just no, 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 no. I share the link. No, you, should do, you really should do like a whole wardrobe. Like no, so I so check this out. I'm I'm really picky in a sense that I'm really I'm I'm a real firm believer in customer service and quality. All of the shorts that I've ever gotten and leggings, it's like with leggings, mm-hmm. they're too thin. When you bend over and do R, or like RDLs or squats, I can see your drawers. And if you ain't wearing drawers, I can see something else. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So my thing is, it's like I'm looking for quality, and I was looking for a guy that's doing like wholesale. He came up to me and he was like, well, the only wholesale that I do is you got about 5,000 pieces. I'm like, I'm not buying 5,000 leggings. Yeah, wow. So, I'm like, you, you can have 300,000 potential customers on TikTok right now. Yeah. Check this out. Understand this. A dude told me this and I was like, well, I'll be damned. You're right. Let's say I got 300,000 followers, right? 10% of oh, those yeah. people yeah. are going to actually fuck with you. And when I say that in a sense, half of those will actually purchase something that you offer. So, out of... 300,000, we're 15. looking at 1,500 people. Well, check this out. 500 of those people are going through a rough time right now. Hey, they can't afford a shirt. The other 300, hey, maybe they weren't on TikTok for a week. They were on a hiatus. They just wanted to vacay, get away from everybody. So I'm stuck with 300 people that want to purchase stuff. I'm cool Where'd with you get 1,500 from? You said half? Half of that. Um, so 10% of 300K. Okay, so you're at 30. Yeah, third. Shut the hell up. You know what I'm talking about. Basically, long story. Long story short. At the end of the day, you're gonna only have like a few people that's really gonna like support yeah. you at the end. You're gonna have fans, but you're only gonna have a certain amount of people that support you. So, and I'm trying to sell these it's shirts. Like Gary V says, jab, 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 right hook. You know. Well, the way I look at life is kick them in the face while they're down. <laughs> okay. Because check this out, and when I say this, this is what I mean. If you're gonna do something, finish it. So when I say kick him in the face, if, if I got into a fight with a grown man and me and him got to fighting, he falls to the ground, you think I'm just going to be like, oh, get up. 
It's a get man's up. fight. We're no. Gonna get up. Fight. I'm going to kick him in the face. And I applied that to my life. Like when I went through nursing school. Hey, I'm going to kick nursing school in the face while it's down. So, hey, if I'm going boom, 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 I'm going to kill it. Graduate with an A. Do what I need to do. Hey, personal training. Boom, 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 boom. I'm going to do it. But it is what it is. The name is Sweet. My name's Brian Sweet, but call me Sweet. Bull Sweet Fitness. Yeah. But other than that, we don't think that's it. Any parting words of wisdom? Be serious. No, that, like, I'm being serious. Like, this is what I, I want. I'm a wrestling coach, too, surprisingly. But understand that nothing is life, like, nothing in life is going to be easy and it's going to be hard. Learn from those lessons, grow, and just stop bitching about every little thing that doesn't go your way.